Hey, everyone. We are so excited to have you with us today. We are going to be talking about why multitasking doesn't work. Balancing building a successful business and being a superstar mom is hard. And yet, in today's digital world, it's more common than ever. The question becomes, how do we successfully grow a business and children at the same time? Join us for a candid conversation as we share our insights into marketing and motherhood. I'm Angela Reeder. And I'm Jesse Valle. Welcome to the Marketing Moms Podcast. Okay, so why multitasking doesn't work? And I know there are people out there that absolutely love multitasking and swear by it, and there are probably people that can do it better than others. But on the whole, I think it's just more distraction than actually getting multiple things done at once. I think it depends on what it is you're trying to multitask and the level of focus needed. That's fair. To say that I'm like, I can watch the kids, cook dinner, and do the dishes at the same time. I can do those. Right. I can multitask that. But none of those things require 100% full attention. Right. Now, some might argue that my children need 100% full attention, but they're <laughs> not babies anymore. <laughs> right. So as yeah. long as I'm listening to them. Yeah. Yeah, as long as you can hear them. As long as I can hear them, they're fine. Um, <laughs> but what we're specifically talking about today is more multitasking in the I need to focus, get things done realm. Yeah. Specifically for business mostly. Right. Yeah, business more than household. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of household tasks sort of lend themselves to be you know, like you said, the washing the dishes and cooking the dinner. And there's like normal pauses in those tasks where you can kind of do another thing because it's like um, if I'm running a report on a website, I can also do other things, Mm -hmm. which is kind of technically multitasking, but I'm not really actually doing more than one thing. Yeah, but if you're just browning hamburger and it's got to sit there for a few minutes while you're helping one kid with homework and the other kid's playing cars on the floor, like you can do those things. Right. We're not talking about not multitasking at all because as moms, we know, and I have been, I don't want to say guilty, but proud (laughs) of my multitasking abilities. But sometimes it's to my detriment. Yes. Yeah. When you've got like six tabs open and you're trying to do five different things on them. Yeah. And honestly, and then I rotate and I find myself rotating like, oh yeah, I was working on that. Oh yeah, I was working on that. Oh yeah, I I got this. this." And then by that time, 10 more messages have come in through instant messenger. And that's the other thing, the always on culture is that I feel like I get started on something Then someone needs something, whether it's my kid or someone at work, and then I try to come back, but then I start doing something else, and then I forget that I have to come back for the first thing. And yeah, I I admit that sometimes my day feels like a hot mess dumpster fire. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you get to the end of the day and you're like, what did I actually get done? Mm-hmm. Like I made progress on five different things, but mm-hmm. I could have gotten three things all the way done mm. if I had focused. Right. Right. And that's why we realized that multitasking doesn't always work and that it can actually lead to decreased productivity and a chance for errors mm-hmm. in your work because you're not 100% focused. And let's be honest, it can quickly lead to burnout. Yeah. Yeah. When it gets to feeling like you're just constantly on the move. Yeah. So I would like to jump into ways we can avoid the, I don't want, I mean, I'll call it a trap, the trap of multitasking. Yeah. Because we feel, especially as moms, I feel like we are experts at multitasking. We feel that we can do it all. We're super moms, right? Mm -hmm. So how can we actually, what are some tips that we can do or use to not fall into the trap of multitasking, therefore burning out, making mistakes we normally wouldn't make, and not being as productive as we could be? Mm Mm-hmm. What you got for me, Ange? Well, I think the first thing is to definitely prioritize your tasks, which is something I try to set aside time for in the morning. Mm. Uh, And this gets a little trickier when you do have that like always on culture where you're getting messages (laughs) through the day because I don't know it. Some of it might just be me, but I always feel like the message that just came in is like the urgent one. (laughs) even when it's not. Yeah. Um, So it it can be hard to like, okay, I know I just got a message, but I still need to work on this other task. Mm -hmm. So, and that's where something like a project manager or something like that can come in or, um, and I know we'll talk about this later, having like a specific time for checking those things Mm -hmm. so that you don't feel like you're being distracted all of the time. Yeah. So if you do find yourself checking those messages There are a few things you can do if the first or if the if the program you're using allows you to mark something unread, do that. Mm -hmm. Mark it unread and then come back to it later. If it doesn't just quickly jot it down, whether it's on a pad of paper or in your project management system, and then you for sure will not forget it. And maybe even if you want to jot down some extra thoughts you have initially so you don't forget what you were thinking. But here's the thing is when you do that, you are still pausing whatever it was you were working on. You're multitasking again. Shame on you. (laughs) Hand slap. (laughs) It's an easy trip to fall into. Down. (laughs) So, and I think I know with the prioritization, you are a little bit better at it than I am. And I know you're a fan of the Eisenhower matrix for prioritizing tasks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just to sum that up, we've had entire episodes on this type of thing. So be sure to go back and listen if you're interested. But the premise is every task can fall into one of four categories. Either it's important and urgent. So you need to do it now. Those are going to be your highest priority tasks that have to be done by you. They have to be done today, preferably right now. Then there are the ones that are important, but not urgent. Those are the things that you, you know, still need to do, but you need to decide to do them. So that's when 
something like the next thing we'll talk about, which is time blocking, comes into play where you can actually schedule it out somewhere in your schedule. Like maybe going to, you know, your dentist appointment. Right. There's not a specific day and time you have to go do that, but it is important. So you decide to do it. You schedule it. Then there are things that are urgent, but not important. (laughs) Yeah. And those are the things you can actually delegate to someone else. It typically doesn't have to be done by you. So you can delegate those things. And then there are the things that are not urgent and not important. And you just need to delete them out of your life. Get rid of them. Yeah. And guess what? It It's going to be okay if you just let it go because we can't do it all. As much as we want to do it all, we cannot do it all. So sometimes yes. there are just things you need to just let go. So again, if you are more interested in the Eisenhower Matrix, you can certainly listen to some of our former episodes or even grab our, our balance bundle because I know that has the Eisenhower Matrix in there as well. But you and, and we'll link to that down below. Just remember, if nothing else, just think, is yeah. this urgent and important? Does yep. this need to be done right now? Is it important enough that I give it my attention? Is it urgent enough that I need to do it now? And once you have that list of like three things, I wouldn't go beyond three Yeah, for, for one day. Like once you have those three things, like these are the three things I'm going to accomplish today, you have to just let the rest go till the next day or, hey, maybe you'll have time later in the day, but don't commit to it. And that's the other thing is we overcommit ourselves. (laughs) Yeah. And then we get like partway through the day and we're like, I don't even want to do the rest of these things. (laughs) (laughs) So set yourself up for success. Have lower expectations. Lower your expectations. <laughs> so, well, and another thing too, and you mentioned it earlier, was the time blocking. And that can be very helpful in in things like that, especially when it comes to like checking your email, checking your messages, stuff like that. If you set aside a specific time to do that, and add things to your task list, then it's going to feel a little bit less like you're being pulled in a thousand different directions. I try to check emails and messages like two or three times a day and add them to the task list either for the day if they're urgent and important or for the next day if they're important but not urgent. Yeah, you're really good at time blocking. I am not because for someone to (laughs) I mean, other than a meeting where I'm actually meeting another person, I find it really hard to tell myself, at this time, I'm going to do this thing, especially Mm -hmm. when it's, at this time, I'm going to work out, (laughs) going to exercise. Yeah. (laughs) At this time, I'm going to stop and take a lunch. I have such a hard hard, hard time doing those things. Well, and there are so many different ways to time block, and I know I do it a little differently where I have like focus time which is like client work and admin time which is my business instead of like okay during this time I'm gonna work on this client's work or I'm gonna do this type of work or you know there's all different ways to approach time blocking it doesn't have to necessarily be like I'm gonna do all of the blog posts in this time or I'm gonna do all of the whatever in this time like mm-hmm. Sometimes just having a general like, okay, this is the time I've set aside to work on 
my business, to work on customer orders, to work on whatever. That makes a lot of sense. And I kind of like that because sometimes you fall into the routine of doing that naturally. So Mm -hmm. for me, yeah, the first thing in, in the morning when I sit down, it's admin time. I'm looking at my email. I'm answering messages. I'm prioritizing my tasks for the day. It's definitely an admin time. So even if you don't set from this time to to this time, I will be doing this. It's more of a first I do this, then I do this, then I do this. So that by the time you hit, hey, it's lunchtime, it doesn't matter what actual time it is. Right. It's, hey, it's time for a break. Yeah. Yeah, because I never know if my admin's going to take 10 minutes or 30 minutes. You never know. Right, exactly. And that that is one thing that makes time blocking hard and I think trips people up because they think, well, I have to set aside X number of minutes for mm-hmm. whatever thing. And you don't necessarily need to do that. Yeah. Time blocking is not always about the specific amount of time. It's just the order that you're going to do things. Mm-hmm. And having like a specific kind of, this is the thing I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're still focused, so Mm -hmm. you're not juggling multiple things at once. Right. You're sticking to that schedule, even if it's not a specific amount of of minutes. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Okay, the next tip to avoid multitasking is to turn off notifications and really set those boundaries. I have actually started doing this recently. And it has been amazing. I have found that it does make a huge difference. I have found that I had a few projects where I kept trying to get into it, but then I would be interrupted by the messages and then other people's quote unquote fires that, like you said, were never actually urgent. It just felt (laughs) urgent because they were messaging me at that moment. So I said, no, I need heads down focus time. So I turned off all my notifications and if you you want to tell people what you're doing, most messaging applications allow you to have a status. So yeah. change your status to focused mm-hmm. or focus time, be back in an hour. So that lets them know what you're doing and when you'll be back. It's like the yeah. be right back in 15 minutes signs people put on the doors of like the barbershop. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, Okay. Be right back. It's tur- it's it's setting that boundary and turning off the notifications, but also it sets the boundary of you know what you can you can message me if you want. I'm not going to answer yes. for an hour, and it's yeah. setting that boundary whether it's with the people virtually or even with your family because sometimes it's like okay, people, I I actually do that when I'm ready to go quote unquote when I well when I go to work, yeah. I physically say goodbye. I'm like, all yeah. right, family, see you later. I'm going to work. The kids usually run and give me a hug, and we have a direct separation. So even though I'm still in the house, they know mommy's unavailable because right. we had that actual goodbye. Yes. Yeah. And it's the same thing when I'm done working. We have the hello. And again, usually the kids are like, mommy, and they come give me hugs. <laughs> But it's the same thing. It's like, oh, mommy's returning from work, even though she's been in the house the whole time. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's boundary of I can't just go barge into mommy's office. She's working. Yes. Yeah. It's setting that boundary and then also having that kind of opening and closing 
mm-hmm. to start and finish. Yeah. But the turning off the notifications for me has been huge. And I had an issue with doing it for too long. Like, what do you mean I'm not going to check my messages for hours? That's why I just kept it to one hour. Like, okay, I will let myself go dark for one hour and then I'll (laughs) come back and make sure that nothing is hair on fire. Yes. Have you ever done that, Angela, with the turning off notifications or certain boundaries? I do. I turn off notifications on my computer and um, also like social media things and email notifications. The email's the worst on my computer because I keep my email like a tab open mm-hmm. on my computer that has the email. So I had to turn off the notifications on the email because it like was constant, <laughs> constantly. And every time I saw it, I was like, I couldn't not check it. Yeah. So. Yeah. So the email was a big one for me. That's how most people communicate with me. So Mm -hmm. that's where most of the notifications were coming from. But I also do turn off on my phone, especially all of my social media notifications are off so that it's not distracting me through the day. Yeah. And you actually have a timer set on a lot of your social media that you cannot use it for more than so many minutes a day. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I do. I have, it's like 15 minutes for Facebook and like an hour for TikTok. And I mean, I can turn it off, but, or I can, you know, give myself a little extra time, but just having that automatic stop really makes it, it's really cut down on my mindlessly scrolling social media. Did you know that you've wasted an hour of your life today on TikTok? Wasted an hour on TikTok? You should probably go do something. (laughs) You know, sometimes, side note, Sometimes after I've spent like 30 minutes scrolling Instagram, I actually do stop and I think to myself, did anything I saw in the last 30 minutes help me in my life? Right. Did it relax me? Because that that's worthy. That's helping. Yeah. It's helping. Did it relax me? Did it make me laugh? Did it make me angry? Do I feel worse? Do I feel better? Did yeah. I learn something? Like I, I'm the weirdest. I actually analyze what I did. Sure. And typically, I feel like I analyze it most when I know I've literally just wasted a wasted thirty minutes of my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why my Facebook has a fifteen minute timer because mm-hmm. I figured out a long time ago that was about as long as I could go and still feel like I had not wasted. <laughs> any more than 15 minutes at a time and I'm just ending the time frustrated or feeling like I just spent too much time on nonsense sometimes I feel like you know when people talk about perpetually learning and never doing yeah that's how I feel like after five watercolor tutorials, I'm like, why did I just watch all of that instead of actually trying to watercolor myself? Watercolor. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, and you know, that kind of that analyzing things kind of goes into our next one, which is mindset. And that's sort of practicing different. Jesse and I have such a hard time with this because neither of us are woo, but practicing different mindfulness things, techniques. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To help train your brain to focus on one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we've talked about like meditation and stuff before, and I don't do that well. 
No, and it doesn't even have to be that. It's just about pausing and remembering if you are living in the moment. And in fact, the uh, latest Marketing Moms Monthly episode, my moment of truth segment is kind of about mindful mindfulness because it's about being present in the moment because I was trying to I was in a situation where I was supposed to relax, but I couldn't relax because I was thinking about 17 other things. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So if you're interested in that story, Check shameless out plug, marketingmomsmonthly.com, you can get a free 30-day trial to our membership <laughs> and you get typically an hour and a half to two hours of right. extra podcasts <laughs> a month. So that's fun. And we get to to play a little bit with our own segments. And anyway, yep. so that's what I was talking but about. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's the same thing. It's, it's, it was me multitasking. Like my mind can't help but wander and multitask. Right. And sometimes it's that mental hand slap to say, stop yes. it. Be in the moment. Be present. Be focused. Or like if you're with your kids and you're playing Legos, but your mind is on the project you were working on in your business, stop it. If you only have a certain amount of time with your kids, be present. But at the same time, when you're working on that project, don't think about soccer practice. Right. <laughs> be present in whatever you're doing. So as much as Angela and I are not the most woo people, we believe in practical woo. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I'm going to patent that. Practical woo. <laughs> Practical woo. Yeah. And that's one of the things when I talk about meditation for me is less like sitting with a quiet mind mm -hmm. and more just learning to indulge in the moment. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's generally I will turn on music of some kind up really loud and just sort of close my eyes and like let my mind wander with the music. But it's just doing things to help train your mind to recognize when you're starting to wander off track and like steer back to the thing you're trying to focus on. Yeah. So not only is it that mindfulness, but it's also a self-reflection of sitting mm -hmm. there thinking about your habits, what you're doing, how can I mm -hmm. make it better, what is going well, that kind of yeah. stuff. Yep, exactly. So overall, multitasking when you're truly trying to focus and get things done is not the way to go. We no. don't want you to have decreased productivity. We don't want you to have that larger chance for errors. We don't want you to burn out. Yeah. So in order to avoid those things, make sure you prioritize your tasks you implement some sort of time blocking strategy, you turn off notifications, you set those boundaries, and you practice mindfulness, living in the moment and reflecting on how things are going. Those things will lead you to not multitask efficiently. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> If you'd like to continue the conversation and hear more about how Angela and I do this, be sure to join Marketing Moms Monthly, where you actually get to join a community where you get 24-7 access to us. 
Now, I'm not going to promise that I'm going to answer you at 4 a.m., but I will right. when I wake but you up. You can absolutely message us. You can absolutely you message us. <laughs> so, if you are interested in having a deeper conversation with not just us, but other marketing moms in our community, be sure to try 30 day trial for free, marketingmomsmonthly.com. That is where we typically hang out. Until next week, you have a, I don't know, good week. You know, I was thinking about this, Angela. Side note, we really okay. need a good, like, outro catchphrase. Really I never do. know how to end these things. <laughs> yes, like, we I definitely need a, do. I need, a, I need a tagline. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs> if anyone has suggestions, let us know on Instagram. <laughs> yes, please. Please. At Marketing Moms <laughs> Podcast on Instagram. <laughs> Please tell me how to appropriately end the show other than, okay, um, awkward. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. We're so honored this is where you chose to spend your time. If this episode helped you in some way, please share it with another mom who needs to hear it. We're in this together. And if you're ready for next steps, free goodies, and more, head over to marketingmomspodcast.com. We'll see you next week.